You're listening to Khan Podcasts. You are listening to the English language news of Khan, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Good afternoon. It's 2 p.m. in Israel, Sunday, October the 2nd, 2022. This is Nomi Segal with the top news at this hour. The final stretch of negotiations on the Israel-Lebanon maritime border. Prime Minister Yair Lapid says that over the weekend, Israel and Lebanon received the American mediator's proposal for an agreement on the maritime line between the two countries. In remarks at the start of the weekly cabinet meeting, Lapid said the sides are discussing the final details. He added that as Israel has demanded from the start, the proposal safeguards Israel's full security diplomatic interests as well as its economic interests. Lapid went on to say that for over a decade, Israel has been trying to reach this deal. The security of the north will be strengthened. The Karish field will operate and produce natural gas. Money will flow into the state's coffers and Israel's energy independence will be secured. This deal strengthens Israel's security and economy. The prime minister added that Israel does not oppose the development of an additional Lebanese gas field from which Israel will receive the share it deserves. He said such a field will weaken Lebanon's dependence on Iran, restrain Hezbollah and promote regional stability. Opposition leader Benjamin Netanyahu of the Likud said that Lapid has no mandate to give away sovereign territories of Israel. In his words, he capitulated in a disgraceful manner to Nasrallah's threats and is giving Hezbollah a vast gas field that belongs to the state of Israel without any Knesset discussion or referendum, Netanyahu asserted. If this illegal maneuver passes, we will not be held to it. In response to Netanyahu's remarks, Deputy Foreign Minister Dan Roll said that Netanyahu is frustrated by Lapid's achievement and is acting out of election considerations. Speaking to Khan, Roll declined to reveal details of the emerging agreement with Lebanon, but stressed that there is no compromise on any Israeli diplomatic, security, or economic interest. In other news, the Shin Bet and police have uncovered an Islamic State terror cell in Nazareth. Six residents of the city were arrested, one of them a minor. According to the investigation, the cell members considered, among other things, an attack on a nearby police station, a bus stop in Naharia, or targeting a nearby Jewish town. The suspects also allegedly began plotting an attack on a school in their community because it teaches sex education. The six cell members allegedly began raising funds to purchase weapons and tried to learn how to manufacture explosive devices. In Samaria, a taxi driver in his 40s was very lightly hurt in a shooting attack this morning. At least one gunman opened fire on his vehicle and a reinforced bus on the road between Itamar and Alon Murray near Bet Forik. The bus windshield was damaged. The IDF launched searches for the perpetrators. In Isawi and Silwan in eastern Jerusalem last night, there were clashes between Israeli security forces and Palestinian youth. There were no reports of injuries. A heightened security alert remains in effect on both sides of the Green Line. A Khan reporter says the security establishment has dozens of warnings for attacks. A closure will be imposed on Judea and Samaria and the Gaza Strip crossings on the eve of Yom Kippur this coming Tuesday and will be lifted after the holiday the following day, subject to a situation assessment. At the Cabinet 
Today, the government approved a number of Foreign Service appointments, including the appointment of Israel's new ambassador to Turkey, Irit Lilian. Meanwhile, the government also approved a plan to establish the M1 section of the metro, the central section, which will begin near Glilot and continue south via Ramat Aviv and Yigalalon Street to Cholon Interchange. The 14-kilometer-long section will include 14 underground stops. The metro network is slated to connect the Tel Aviv metropolitan area from Lod, Ramla, and Rehovot in the south to Ranana and Kfar Saba in the north and Petach Tikva in the east. And two weeks after a sinkhole opened on the outer lanes of the southbound exit ramp to Hashalom Boulevard on Ayalon Freeway, the interchange has partially reopened, allowing access to the Azrieli parking lot. Only one lane opened due to the ongoing seepage of water from a nearby building site. And this announcement to listeners on Tuesday, Yom Kippur Eve, there will be no English news broadcasts. We return Wednesday evening at 8 p.m. The weather outlook, slightly cooler but still hot for the time of year. Tomorrow, no significant change. The maximum temperatures in the main centers, Jerusalem 30, Tel Aviv 29, Haifa 28, Beersheba 34, and in Eilat going up to 37 degrees Celsius. That's the news from Khan Reka, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Join us at 8 p.m. Israel time for our one-hour news program.